0: The Christian Mass at Hagia Sophia. I Jesus have sent my angel to you with this testimony for the churches. I'm the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. Revelation 22:16. According to one translator, the name Hagia Sophia refers to a partial inscription in its south time dedicated to deathless wisdom while other research indicates the name was dedicated to the sophia of god as the second person of the trinity with christ as the wisdom or word of god made flesh christian authors use the term wisdom as the natural wisdom of the universe in the greek trinitarian understanding of the true wisdom of christ that is wisdom not only as a divine person but also as a divine manifestation or attribute or energy. In 360 CE, Constantius dedicated the first church of Hagia Sophia of Constantinople, which was most likely a simple rectangular basilica with a timber roof and galleries. Due to fires in 404 and 532, Justinian redesigned the structure between 532 and 537, constructing a two-story dome structure. The architects were Anthemius of Tralles, a mathematics teacher, and the elder Isidorus of Miletus, professor of geometry. Their architectural plan of combining arc and part spherical form flows into the great spherical domed interior symbolizing the vault of heaven according to a description by the Greek poet Paulus Salantarius countless oil lamps blazed like stars in the three rings of light suspended from the dome by brass chains with attached silver discs Salantarius adds yet not from the disc alone does the light shine at night for in the circle you will see close to the disc the symbol of a mighty cross with many eyes and in its pierced back it holds other lamps hagia sophia has a northwestern entrance and is oriented to the southeast the liturgy of hagia sophia begins with the principal celebrant entering from the northwestern part to Christ. They proceeded to the Southeastern Ambo, then the Solia, the walkway to the sanctuary. Placing the gospel on the altar, the principal celebrant then prepares for the Eucharist proper as the catchments are dismissed and the doors are closed while the deacons go to the Skulphalachion, a separate building or sacristy at the Northeast corner of the church for the preparation of the altar gifts. The cherubim hymn to the life-giving Trinity is chanted for the procession of gifts back to the altar from the school Fallakion, followed by the Congregational Kiss of Peace and Communion. Patriarch Germanus, in his Historia Ecclesiastica writes the preparation of the gifts, which takes place in the Interpolation Sanctuary or in the school Fallakion stands for the place of the Calvary where the Christ was crucified. The ceremonial carrying of the gospel to and from the ambo came to be known as the little entrance and the offertory procession of bread and wine, symbolizing Christ and his crucifixion was the great entrance. Thus, the Christian ritual includes the little entrance of the principal celebrant entering from the northwest and then meeting the great Entrance of deacons with the altar gifts from the school of Phalachion, signifying where christ was crucified on the cross this ritual models the same pattern in the book amduat book of gates book of caverns and other egyptian texts where the egyptian sun god little entrance travels to the hidden sanctuary of osiris who rises great entrance to meet the sun god edifice of pharaoh taharka similar to the little entrance the excavation of the subterranean edifice of pharaoh taharka Circa 690 to 664 BCE in 1907 08 at Karnak reveals ritual scenes and hieroglyphs depicting the king's netherworld descent into caverns of Noon at the northwest stairway, his purification and approach to the sanctuary, as well as his consecration of the white bread. Similar to the Christian entrance, the scenes in room E show the king's procession with text describing the great entrance of the Cavern of the Noon at the west of Thebes. A wing disc decorates the top of the door. This artwork represents the sacred mound of Jeme, the mythical burial place of Osiris. A mound is present above two outstretched arms with hands open to the sky. A priest celebrates his chest decorated with two cross strips. Two goddesses are present each holding a bow and arrow. Goyan explained that the sun god visits the sacred bound of Jeme, related to Osiris's divine re-entrance for transformation. The partial texts on the west wall of Rune E are translated as the Eye of Horus, the Wife of the God, the Lord of the Sublime, Arim, the Arm of Geb, the Arm of Horus, and the Lady of Bat along with the king is alive with all life, all stability, all power, and all health. So Osiris has risen for his divine re and the king has transformed. Briefly interpreted, the Cavern of the Noon represents the host cell DNA or chromosome, and white bread indicates fermentation along the cell's ancient glycolysis pathway. The mound of Jeme is the prophage site, where the dormant virus is getting ready to rise through its DNA cross to begin its activity. The priest with the cross on his chest is a sign of the cruciform structure of a holiday function DNA cross. The site specific recombination process responsible for integration and excision of bacteriophage genomes into and out of the whole cell chromosome. Excision allows the prophage to escape from the dormant state. The eye of Horus is the complete lambda genome that is now functional for both arms' partner for lysis, the left arm or GEB of set lysogeny and the right arm of Horus lysis. A tabernacle is presented for the God's divine re-entrance or resurrection. A lintel on the next room's east wall shows Taharka throwing four balls, which the text define as the balls come into existence for Ra, for the sun god Ra created himself in the forms of millions. This suggests light replication and the cloning of the sun god into molecular viral balls of light. This pagan ritual, dedicated to Osiris in the edifice of Pharaoh Taharqa circa 663 BCE, is the forerunner of the early Christian mass performed during the reign of Justinian about a thousand years later at Hagia Sophia in Constantinople. Despite the thousand year time difference, both the Egyptian ritual and the Christian Mass at Hagia Sophia begin with an entrance in the northwest and a re entrance. Both consecrate white bread and symbolize a blood sacrifice, and the processional events appear in the same order. In the Christian Mass, the bread or host is multiplied for the communion of the faithful, while in Taharkas ritual, the balls are, are thrown or multiplied into millions. Suggesting replication or cloning. Bread and fermentation. In both Egyptian and Christian rituals, transubstantiation, an act that changes the form or character or substance of something, results in the king consecrating white bread as the dying, rising god Osiris that becomes the sun god Ra in the form of millions. And the priest changing white bread or the host into the dying, rising body of Christ that is multiplied for the chameleon of the faithful. The rituals are focused on morphogenesis or the development of a new spherical form. Further, the circular host is the body of Christ, consecrated bread with an etymological meaning of sacrifice from the Egyptian Latin hostia and multitude from old French host army. From a microbiological perspective, This ritual of multiplying bread into hosts or millions mirrors the process of producing identical copies of a DNA segment asexually. That is cloning, which involves inserting a recombinant DNA molecule into a fast replicating virus sector. So the concept of the God man may signify viral human recombinant DNA with the crucifixion slash resurrection patterning the microbiology of phage lambda dna cross lysogeny lysis both christian and egyptian sources suggest this is the eschatological message of survival for humanity to understand the importance of bread and fermentation consider that the ancient glycolysis fermentation pathway known using various sugars glucose maltose and lactose this enzyme pathway runs with or without oxygen in our cells. Maltose is a sugar used in brewing beer. Barley is mashed to convert starches into fermentable maltose, while fermentation is used for the production of beer and wine, yeast and bacteria in dough. Cause fermentation in bread. These signs in both rituals suggest that ancient Egyptian texts and later Christianity are describing the ancient glycolysis fermentation gene expression network as a survival mechanism at a death transition. More evidence for this view follows. The lactose connection. After the gospel in the Catholic Mass, the credo, the creed, or summary of the Catholic doctrine is recited. The credo explains that Christ came down from heaven and became incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man again the virgin birth should be deflowered, for it is simply a sign of asexual cloning using lactose metabolism with great simplification if there is no glucose for the cell the ancient glycolysis pathway allows the cell to use lactose that is allolactose a lactose isomer formed by beta galactosidase this is what happens in ancient egyptian texts when the sun god's raft of proteins enters the cell and activates the SOS response that stops the normal cell processes. Because an increased rate of change is now possible, biologists call this a directed or adaptive mutation due to using lactose for growth and replication. This adaptive mutation shifts the position of many millions of particles within the cell, However, biologists are not sure how these directed mutations happen, yet they do know that these mutations only occur in cells that are not dividing. They are time dependent and they only appear after the cell encounters a selective pressure. McFadden and Al-Khalili suggest that adaptive mutations with lactose occur because cells have measuring devices inside that probe, what is happening. At temperatures close to absolute zero, the behavior of all systems becomes quantum, mechanical, and quantum measurement influences the dynamics of quantum systems. In the quantum Zeno effect, continuous measurement of a quantum system freezes the dynamics of that system. In the inverse quantum Zeno effect, a dense series of measurements of a particle along a chosen path can force the dynamics of that particle to evolve along that path. In McFadden and Al-Khalili's article, the cell environment is the observing measuring entity. This is similar to the ancient Egyptian textual descriptions of a quantum environment of proteins or particles observing and measuring the deceased sun god's progress on a viral protein raft or bark with Isis, the sign for lactose. In the ancient text, this viral raft protein or bark with Isis is the sign for lactose. It is activating the lactose genes and taking over the replication machinery of the cell. So the cell is not dividing and the viral raft is also an observing measuring entity. So the proteins are the unit of selection. The milk goddess Isis, The wife of God and later the Virgin Mary are signs for the lactose metabolism that is available in the ancient glycolysis gene expression network. The disaccharide lactose is the predominant sugar in milk and humans have been preoccupied with milk production since Neolithic culture developed in the Middle East. According to archaeologists, archaeologists, chemists and geneticists, dairy products have shaped European human settlements. When farming replaced hunter-gathering about 11,000 years ago, cattle herders reduced lactose and dairy products by fermenting milk to make cheese and yogurt. Several thousand years later, a mutation spread throughout Europe that adapted people to the enzyme lactase in the consumption of milk, with some research believed to be consistent with the gene culture co-evolution the researchers think that humans may have domesticated cattle goats and sheep for dairy purposes and that the nutritional benefits allow farmers to replace the original hunter-gathering societies maintaining cattle also required growing grain in ancient egypt the netherworld dying rising deity osiris was associated with grain and agriculture while the pharaohs entombed their sacred office bulls or cattle they considered as the incarnation of the creator god, Ptah. It is also interesting that centuries later, Christianity converted the ancient Egyptian signs of the deified human, lion, calf, and eagle into the iconic symbols of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, while the virgin Isis materialized as the virgin Mary. The Egyptian cow goddess Isis and lactose are closely associated with the grain deity Osiris and grain production or cloning. Perhaps we can interpret the cultural obsessions with virginity, cows, milk, and cloning grain as additional signs related to the ancient gene expression network in our cells, allowing lactose metabolism for asexual vegetative replication or viral cloning. The pyramid text and coffin text point to this idea in the countless Egyptian references to the Milky Way and the mother goddess Isis whose provisions are powerful. So it is that cream or Zimmin or Enzin reconciles the two brother deities, Horus and Set, Crow and C1 proteins by providing the lactose medium for the complete Lambda genome or Eye of Horus. This binding partnership of proteins supports the genetic switch for viral replication and lactose metabolism. So the elite Egyptian pharaonic priesthood and the early Christian priesthood are tuned into the same microbiological song that may be inspired by our microbial genome as well as our gut microbiome. Anointed with cream. The etymology of our words show a similar correspondence to lactose metabolism and Christian ritual. Related to languages, biological roots is the word cream from the Greek chiron, which means to anoint. Chiron is also linked to the root of Christ, the anointed one. Associating ritual with oil, an element of cream caused by the glob- globals becoming more concentrated than usual. From the Greek kristos means anointed, A translation from the Hebrew, Mashiach, anointed Messiah. Now, DNA is a dynamic crystalline structure. Proteins fold to a crystallized relative native state. And a virus such as phage lambda is a crystal having a spherical shape. From the Latin, crystallis means crystal and chrysos means gold and Christus means Christ. In addition, chrysalis is the third stage in the development of an insect, especially a moth or a butterfly, enclosed in a firm case or cocoon, a pupa. The word chrysalis originated from the Latin chrysalis and Greek chrysalis, meaning gold colored supa of a butterfly. These etymologies are charged with microbiological messages, and this is probably because our viral DNA possesses lingual structures with survival messages. Put simply, a chrysalis or cocoon stage suggests the lysogenic inert state of phage lambda. So Christ's actions and name denote that the deity is a sign of viral crystal anointed with the creamy oil of lactose so it can arise from its inert state. Of course, the dying rising god Christ is one of the later versions of the dying rising deity Osiris who rises from the dead due to the breath of life from Isis, that is, lactose energy metabolism. Similarly, as supported by etymology, the Christian emphasis on the word, the episode in the gospel in the Byzantine mass at Hagia Sophia, can be interpreted as signs of DNA transcription along the ancient gene expression network, as it is in the ancient Egyptian texts. Examining the concept of the word in the least corrupted pyramid text and coffin text, the king bears the God's book, speaks the word, and is the great word. Also, Osiris is the word which was in darkness, and the king is in charge of the record of the word of God. The king is also the messenger. The deity Thoth is often in Ibis form, carrying a pen and a palette of the scribe representing the activity of copying words or transcription. This focus on the word by pharaonic Egypt precedes its Christian counterpart found in the Gospel of John 1.1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Put simply, the word is viral DNA. The Byzantine mass also emphasizes the word and its letters by its ritual of the episode latin epistula letter and gospel old english god spell good news spell name the letters of old english spellion to tell and speak this latin and old english derivation harmonizes with the language biologists use to explain the conversion of nucleotide words of dna into amino acid words Put simply, the chemical basis or letters of adenine A, thymine T, guanine G, and cytosine C spell out the genetic code or word of a protein or string of amino acids. So the messenger RNA message or letter episode sunbark with the dead king translates into a protein sequence of amino acids. Letters specifying a specific protein or word gospel crow protein That activates genes, allowing the lambda prophase to rise, Osiris divine re-entrance through lactose metabolism, Isis. Similarly, the great entrance of Christ in the Byzantine mass also models this chemistry. For after the episode in gospel is the offertory procession of bread and wine symbolizes Christ's great entrance after his crucifixion and death mirror mirror on the wall. Now now Taharka's ritual is rooted in the ancient Egyptian said festival circa 2500 BCE, which Joseph Campbell sums up in six general stages. one preparatory vestings, blessings and consecrations, two introductory processions three. Rights approaching the consummation. Four, the consummating sacrifice or its counterpart. Five, the application of the benefits. Six, thanksgiving, final blessing, and dismissal. As mentioned, the king returns with the will or secret of the two partners during during the fourth stage. During the fifth stage of the said festival, the king is carried in a letter-shaped basket to the chapel of the brother deities, Horus and Seth, for the bow and arrow ceremony, where the king releases an arrow in each of the four directions and then is crowned four times. Now, the flow of events in the ancient Egyptian said festival is remarkably similar not only to the Christian mass at Hagia Sophia, but also to the modern Christian mass described below in the Numarian Missal for Daily Mass. Number one, preparatory prayers at the foot of the altar. Two, introductory procession of priest to altar and entry or entrance. Three, rites of, collects, prayers, epistles, letters, gospel, and credo. Four, offertory, consecration of bread and wine, sacrifice of Christ. Five, holy communion, consumption of the body and blood of Christ. Six thanksgiving, blessing, and dismissal. In Ralph Dorman's preface to the New Marian Missal, he states in the mass, the priest and the victim are the same, Jesus Christ. That is similar to the Egyptian deceased king, representing Osiris. In the Christian mass, Christ is sacrificed while the Holy communion allows the celebrants to partake in the divine sacrifice represented by catering the two-dimensional bread host Similarly, the ancient Egyptian texts describe the degradation or corruption of Osiris, who becomes the necessary substrate or sacrifice for the transformation of the deceased Pharaoh or king. In summary, we are all caught up in a wall of mirrors. The early Christian mass at Hagia Sophia mirrors Taharqa's ritual in his edifice. That mirrors events in ancient Egyptian texts and the ritual at the said festival that mirrors the contemporary Christian mass, all this human behavior models viral replication in the ancient glycolysis fermentation pathway that uses lactose metabolism. This is reinforced by the etymology of words such as cream and Christ, as well as human behavior related to the consumption of dairy products and maintaining cattle. Diamond Hearts versus Thunderheads. You'll have to say that you will stick with it even though it gets difficult and unpleasant. David Bohm thought as a system. Let's now consider the main claim of the ISIS thesis, defined by ancient Egyptian texts, artwork, ritual, architecture, and other signs. Using contemporary science as a lens to interpret the religious texts, the comparison reveals that the Egyptian pathway for DNA survival is horizontal gene transfer mediated by a virus that uses the ancient glycolysis fermentation pathway. Gene expression network in ourselves. The main claim is that the fundamental heart of everything is the DNA of a creator virus known as Phage Lambda that functions for human DNA transformation along this ancient enzyme pathway. The ancient Egyptian texts support that both inorganic and organic evolution are anchored by the DNA of this viral world heart, as is the existence of space and time in our cosmos. Ancient Egyptian mythology, the dying rising god Osiris, the virgin birth of the child Horus by Isis, the brotherly rivalry, the cross and the sun god's bark preserved in the least corrupted ancient Egyptian text circa 2500 BCE explains the synergistic merger of human DNA and viral DNA that is transformed after entry into the porin, the docking site for the ferribull phage in the ancient glycolysis gene expression network. This is quite a biological coincidence that Faith lambda's docking site is the entry gate to the ancient enzyme pathway supporting that the viral bacterial phage may be our last universal common ancestor. Surprisingly, the genetic mythology of ancient Egypt mirrors the major tenets of Christianity and this supports a theory of repetitive historical human behavior that models viral transformation for survival of DNA. Ancient Egyptian knowledge secreted for centuries reveals that a human death is the opportunity for this ancient gene expression network to be activated for viral lysis or replication control by lambda crow protein This occurs through crow proteins folding and binding to its native state, one of nature's remarkable reversals. crow protein follows origin fixation dynamics. That is, it folds back to the genome or gene seat. If the lambda genome is the quantum world heart of our cosmos as Egyptian tech support, then the DNA. Has cosmological applications, as we shall see in future chapters, crow proteins reversal to the native state. On the genome places emphasis on distinct individual mutations while activating viral like replication via phage lambda's genetic switch this genetic switch is the original inspiration for switch hitters in the game of baseball that models the microbiology of phage lambda thus the patterns found in religion and sports warfare suggest that this virus is the original causal pattern of human behavior and so using baseball as a model to understand the potential of the ancient microbial gene expression network in ourselves we will review current research for and against the ISIS thesis, depicting the power grid that has dominated the centuries through two fantasy draft teams, the Diamond Hearts who value the primacy of mind and the Thunderheads who support the primacy of matter. In light of the contemporary art science, what the mind versus matter problem comes down to in the 21st century is the idea that mind or, the human psyche is somehow connected to the survival potential of the individual's DNA, while matter is a composite of consciousness, brain, body, and DNA. The bridging factor here is DNA, which is minute matter. However, in the interest of simplification, this argument is simply referred to as either the primacy of mind or the primacy of matter. Because the ISIS thesis is supported by modern theoretical predictions and scientific experiments, the theory is subject to testing and refutation, despite its speculative aspects. The purpose of spring training is to explain this scientific semiotic theory in a simple fashion while presenting other scientific views. As theoretical physicist David Bohm said in Thought as a System, the flow of meaning between people is more fundamental than any individual's particular thoughts. With this in mind, the best method for understanding this conceptual argument is the baseball game. This sporting framework will allow a simple flow, of meaning or an adversarial partnership of thought between two teams. Generally, the Diamond Hearts support the primacy of mind, due to quantum mechanics. On the other hand, the Thunderheads favor the primacy of matter due to sensory perception of the macroscopic classical world. For this ball game, the Thunderheads realized first, second, and third bases respectively as representing physics, biology, and cosmology. And the Diamond Hearts deepen the vision of the first, second, and third bases by supporting the challenging new sciences of quantum physics microbiology, or quantum biology, and quantum cosmology. Perhaps in this way, we can understand and unify the whole system of nature proposed by the ISIS thesis and substantiated by reciprocal natural laws that provide a basis for the evolution of minute matter and mind via viral DNA. At first, base the two teams battle over the idea of what is real, the quantum world or the classical world we experience now. Second base is a debate over what is living. Is a virus a living entity? And is it both organic and inorganic, alive or just the organic? Third base is a struggle to determine the origin of space and time and the evolution. the evolution the proposal of the diamond heart home plate is that knowledge of horizontal gene transfer and ancient gene expression network in our cells will allow continuity of our dna and that christianity is a biological sign or pattern of this because both ancient egyptian and christian deities are signs for viral and bacterial dna Navigating this ancient gene expression network, the fixed belief at the Thunderhead home plate proposes our behavior is rationally human, evolving by Doranian selection, resulting in death and according to Christianity, whose deities are considered real people, passing on to an afterlife determined by one's morality during life. The first pitch from the Diamond Hearts is that humans originated from microbes, as indicated by our dna suggesting that our behavior is primarily viral according to Louis p virario the director of the center for virus research at the university of california at Ivan, viral genes provided the following traits to eukaryotes our cell type in the evolution of complexity the eukaryotic nucleus chromatin proteins linear chromosomes with telomere ends and dna dependent rna polymerase in contrast the first pitch from the thunderheads is that our behavior is primarily human despite the fact that just over two percent of our genome codes for human proteins however in their current quest to understand the human genome the encode project has determined a spectrum of elements with different functional properties in the human genome and the project concludes interestingly even using the most conservative estimates the fraction of bases likely to be involved in direct gene regulation, even though incomplete is significantly higher than that ascribed to protein coding exons, raising the possibility that more information in the human genome may be important for gene regulation than for biochemical function. This conclusion works nicely with the ISIS thesis because gene regulation is the task of the dead king in ancient Egyptian texts. So perhaps a good portion of our genome Does have an important function. Now, each team has four pitchers and one closer. So, all the pitches will be discussed in the pre-program, pre-game program before the game of the centuries on opening day. All right, so we're playing a baseball game and there's two teams, the Diamond Heads and the Thunder Hearts, okay? One team, one team is Quantum and one one team is based on matter, material existence, okay? So that is the game that we're going to play. All right. So I'm just laying all of that out for you in this video. There's first base first base second base and third base okay all right any does anybody have any questions in the chat if you have any questions or comments let me know and i will open up my panel before i read the next chapter No questions? Okay, I don't see any questions so far. So, the next chapter is called The Cold Reality of the Elite Deceit. It says, everyone dies, all hearts are broken. Everyone dies, all hearts are broken. Caring is not an advantage. What's a good beginner's literature? Depends. Depends on which topic you're talking about. Um, For uh, this topic, I will say a good one would be That's a good one. to anybody watching, for two good books to start with, my favorite book of all time actually is *Metanature* Volume 4, The Sacred Initiation by Rao Nefra Amen, Shekham Dua, Dua M'hotepu, Dua Shekham Nefra and also The Mythical Journey from Christ to Jesus by Muata Ashby is a very good book that'll help you out longest journey i will be doing videos on chemistry and physics and biology for beginners starting tomorrow so that'll definitely help you out as well stay tuned for those videos now let's start this next chapter it starts off with this quote that everyone dies everyone dies everyone dies All hearts are broken. All hearts are broken. Caring is not an advantage. That's really deep. So let's get into the elite. Let's talk about the elite for a second. And this will be the last chapter. We're trying to get this to an hour. So... According to the texts of ancient Egypt, early China, and the 17th century American Navajo Indians, human potential dis- depends on two ways of discarding energy photosynthesis on Earth and chemiluminescence, the chemical reaction that dominates the universe. Whereas the chemical reaction of photosynthesis produces both light and heat, such as a burning candle chemiluminescence produces light without heat or cold light. With their knowledge of science surfacing as mythology or storytelling, these early cultures explain how a deaf transition sets the stage for a cold light chemiluminescent transformation for human DNA through the operating ancient glycolysis pathway in our cells. This enzyme pathway has metabolic energy pathways for several sugars such as glucose, maltose, and lactose, galactose, as well as the pore receptor site for phage lambda. Consider that our DNA is composed of four main nucleobases, guanine, cytosine, adenine, and thymine. Chemiluminescence, the low temperature emission of light produced by chemical or electrical action, is characteristic of guanine, which gives rise to luminescence. The average G positive C content of a 100 kilobyte fragment in the human genome ranges from 35 to 60 percent. While phage lambda has a high GC content of 49.858 percent, so emerges as a cold light chemiluminescent state of being may be possible through HGT and viral replication due to guanine content. If our DNA escapes degradation at death by microbes, water, oxygen, scientists consider it somewhat immortal. Egyptologists today analyze mummified DNA that has escaped degradation. According to biologist, Lynn Margulis, at death, we return to the bacterial world where free balancing DNA fragments hover between life and non-life, constituting a powerful toolbox for evolution. Microbes are our ancestors or planetary elders. More accurately, in Antonin Atai's radio play entitled, To Have Done With the Judgment of God, he wrote, laugh if you like, what we call microbes is God. The Mesocosm. In between the two extremes of the microcosm particles and the macrocosm humans is the unexplored experimental gap of mesocosmic skates, viruses, and bacteria. As explained mathematically by Jasper Van Weasel, it seems reasonable that an energy or mass scale exists in the microcosm between the classical macrocosm of large objects and the quantum microcosm of microscopic objects. In the mesocosm, dynamics occur at the human time scale. In this thin mesocosmic spectrum, states become equal in energy as the system grows to infinity. When this happens, it is possible to reduce to the system's quantum ground state, lowest energy state, while violating the system's governing physical laws related to time symmetry. For example, a violation of T, or time symmetry, means that time reverses, due to quantum effects. In a magnetic field, time-reversal symmetry can be broken by halting a system and allowing it to go backward on its previous trajectory. Ancient Egyptian texts describe the sun god coming to a halt at Osiris Mound and reversing time. Mesoscopic physics, a sub-discipline of condensed matter physics, deals with objects the size of a group of atoms a molecule or other materials of micrometer size viruses and bacteria are the systems normally studied and these objects are subject to the rules of quantum mechanics not the classical physics that governs our physical world actually at this mesoscopic scale of molecules dna transcription and translation is occurring and dna fragments survive due to self-assembly with other molecules or gene transfer via bacterial phages such as the very abundant lambda in this quantum domain self-organizing principles are at work such as crystallization as egyptian chinese and Navajo eschatology support relative to a complex process involving protein synthesis and non-native interactions resulting in degradation The Marriage of Elite Deceit and Altruism. Regarding the survival of our species, human history can be explained as a non-conscious psychic game of political deceit about knowledge determining whose DNA will survive or transform at the transition of death. As you shall see in the pregame to the game of the centuries, ideologies, religion, psychology, capitalism, and so on, promote an underlying biological altruism, self-sacrifice that undermines the individual's power through normalization processes. So historically, chemical knowledge of human transformation to a crystal or morning star was mystified, Satanized, literalized, criminalized, and controlled by mechanisms of power. However, many historical individuals understood the human potential for a human light crystallized transformation. For instance, American philosopher and mathematician Charles Sanders Pierce envisioned the world becoming an absolute perfect, rational, and symmetrical system in which mind is at last crystallized. Pierce said that man should become welded into the universal continuum to prepare himself for a transmutation into a new form of life. What suggests it emerges to a higher order crystal state of being? According to one study, the 98% microbial DNA in our cells possesses the potential for some as yet unspecified goal. After all, the history of life and non-life exists within ourselves, And science explains how our journey began with nature's cosmic logic of starbirth, chemiluminescence followed by carbon-based life on earth photosynthesis. Bioluminescence is the chemical reverse of photosynthesis. The ISIS thesis proposes that a creation process involving protein folding continues to cycle via the chemical reaction of bioluminescence or chemiluminescence, because our large microbial DNA toolbox has the potential for an emergent creation rather than DNA degradation at a human death. Degradation is when the steady state level of a protein is reduced. Proteins and cells are subject to stress due to glucose starvation, heat shock, and mutation. Oxidative stress damages many proteins, making them genetically unstable. So these proteins are targeted for destruction. Degradation or Proteolysis is the mechanism that salvages reusable amino acids from non-essential proteins. However, the mechanism of horizontal gene transfer allows a DNA fragment hovering between life and non-life to enter a cell for DNA transcription and translation. So it is not unstable, not stressed by glucose starvation, and not degraded by oxygen water or microbes. So. In the mesocosm, it may be possible that a bacteriophage ferry boat or carrier molecule might transfer human DNA to avoid degradation at a death transition. One must know where to find the viral ferry boat, and this is what ancient Egypt, early China, and the Navajo are explaining in their eschatological literature, how to find a viral tide to avoid degradation. It is like trying to find a taxi home on a busy night after a ball game. If you don't know exactly where to find the taxi, you are out of luck. Also consider that there is room in the taxi for only one DNA fragment to be horizontally gene transfer for transformation due to vector requirements on the lambda genome. Add to this that crystals in DNA have atomic spatial limitations and you are beginning to understand why the pharaonic elite kept chemical information away from the plebeians. Put simply, there are, there are not enough DNA seeds in the viral DNA taxi or the resulting crystal. So this results in non-native interactions and the degradation of DNA. Now, in the case of lambda C1 and crow proteins, their adjacent genes on the genomic allow their folding funnel landscape to interconnect in their binding battle for gen- gene seeds. With extreme simplification, when two stable states exist, the underlying energy landscape rotates to two similar vortices in opposite directions or a vortex-antivortex pair. In this case, dissipation is essential, and without it, the system cannot change its energy. As you shall see, dissipation or degradation is essential in the lifestyle of phage lambda, where two competitive proteins exhibit two stable states that function similarly. To a rotating black hole with two horizons or a vortex anti-vortex pair the rationale for secrecy let's assume that here on earth the unwritten code for carbon-based human life is to keep death transition knowledge secret because nature operates by the sacrifice of numerous individuals for the benefit of a few organisms otherwise the system does not work so the dissipation demands must be met and this preserves some of the species and recycles the rest. Biologists call altruism, the behavior of any organism that harms itself to benefit its species in terms of reproductive fitness. Biological altruism is different from the altruism of caring for others. And biological altruism is necessary to make sure the great cosmic system cycles and preserves some of the species. Historically, As a ploy of biopower, concealing chemical knowledge about viral gene expression for reproductive fitness is a selfish device of the elite to assure the survival of their DNA over the majority of human beings whose DNA will probably be degraded due to non-necessary non-native interactions. Thus, the DNA of unaware biological altruists is degraded, boosting the fitness of the DNA of the non-altruistic elite. As mentioned, when lactose permeates, enters the cell, the SOS mutagenesis is possible and lactose genes become active. In the study of mutation, true reversion occurs when the mutated base pair is converted back to the original base pair and the function of the translation to protein is restored. In this case, lactose metabolism is available for the new product. What the elite understood is what the experiments of Karen's and colleagues support on adaptive mutation, a non-random, possibly product-oriented form of mutation. However, cryptic growth or the turnover of some of the population at the expense of the majority is evident in this process, and thermodynamic constraints apply, since the number of cell deaths required to give rise to a new cell must be greater than one and has been estimated to be three to five. Thus, numerous individuals are sacrificed for the benefit of a few. The word elite is from the French elite, meaning selection choice from the old French elite feminine past participle of elire, elisire, meaning to pick out and choose from the Latin elegire, to choose as research indicates the pharaonic priesthood understood and had a choice at a death transition due to secreting knowledge about gene selection or adaptive mutation. But the elite pharaonic priesthood left the uninformed altruistic plebeians with no choice because a sacrifice was necessary for the natural process to function. Perhaps today in our modern culture, the elite are still secreting DNA survival knowledge. Nonetheless, if you can read the signs and see the patterns of human behavior, then the message is still present for anyone. After all, Cairns and colleagues show that selective pressure or the effect of selection can direct mutations As mentioned, another sign of the ancient Egyptian survival science is Christianity, a religion deifying altruism to the congregation by the motto of Jesus Christ dying for our sins. Recall that Christ only saved 144,000 souls at the final judgment in the book of Revelation while destroying the majority of souls. Christ's genocidal behavior supports nature's modus operandi of preserving the few over the many. So Christ may have died for us, but his avenging actions show that he took a lot of us down with him. Even though the Catholic priesthood emphasizes faith, hope and charity in their own congregations, it would be an error to venerate Christ's vengeance without understanding the microbiological meaning of the sign and its knowledge. So perhaps one should eat of the tree of knowledge, even though it is forbidden by Christian theology. Everyone dies, all hearts are broken. Caring is not an event.